Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset, your source for daily news and more. Despite the news of recent job cuts, tech is still a top industry in the U.S., where it accounts for about a tenth of all economic output. Some communities don't have access to the learning opportunities to be able to enter the tech workforce. But one group from Greater Grand Crossing on Chicago's south side is working to change that. The Comer Education Campus is a finalist for the $10 million Chicago Prize from the Pritzker-Traubert Foundation. We've been talking with finalists for the grant every Monday. And today, we're diving into yet another pitch. With us in the studio is Rhonda Hops, Executive Director for the Comer Education Campus. Greg Mooney is the group's board chair, and Vondell Singleton, founder of Champs Male Mentoring Program. Rhonda, so $10 million, what does the Comer Education Campus want to do with the Chicago Prize? So $10 million is a great number. We'd love to have that number. (laughs) Um, And what we would do with it is use it as equity for the development of a brand new 50,000 square foot state-of-the-art innovation hub that is an extension of the campus we already have on South Chicago. So we have been, the Comerick Education Campus, in partnership with the community members, residents, um, political figures in the community, has been working on economic development and education development in this area for decades. And we've um, been very successful on the education front and have realized since then that our, our graduates who've come out of our educational institutions and our residents need another step. They need local jobs with great opportunity for sustaining employment. So not just small dollar jobs, but real numbers that will allow families to actually be able to close the the, um, wealth gap. And this innovation hub that we would use the equity from the prize for would enable us to help build that building as part of the, as they say, the capital stack. The exchange. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. So where would the exchange be? So it's literally down the street, um, a couple blocks away from the Gary Comer Youth Center, Gary Comer College Prep, and um, Chicago Public Library. That's also all of that is on um, South Chicago. So it's literally embedding in the in that strip. Yeah. So Greg, how did you land on that name, the Exchange? Yeah, great question. Uh, on, on a couple different levels, uh, some of it came out of Grand Crossing's roots. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know which is an intersection historically of railroad uh, tracks. Uh, And now uh, the community kind of came together and said, there's a new opportunity uh, for a new set of crossings. And so the the components that uh, make up the exchange, uh, we came together and said, these are actually, you know, the future crossings Mm -hmm. of Greater Grand Crossing. I like that. So, Vondell, why is this something that Greater Grand Crossing needs? Help us understand. Yeah, for me, you know, as a South Side Chicagoan, um, where we don't often get the opportunities that we deserve, I think when you talk about workforce development and opportunities being created, um, I, I believe Greater Grand Crossing is, is often um, overlooked, you know, in, Why? in Chicago. Why do you think that that is? I, I just think when you, when you look at some of the other communities around Greater Grand Crossing, Woodlawn, you know, South Shore, Inglewood, Park Manor, Chatham, Kenwood, Hyde Park. 
those tend to be names those that neighborhoods you that you hear a lot more. Yeah. Uh, but what's powerful when we talk about the exchange is we are the crossing between all of those neighborhoods. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. Uh, there are four components to the exchange, Rhonda, right? Tech, business, health and wellness, also bioscience. Why why these particular areas? So we we even prior to the Chicago Prize being announced, we've been working on what kind of workforce development do we want to bring into the community? And our first screen was where are their jobs growing, like lots of jobs available, mm -hmm. and where are there really financially equitable jobs available? And so when you look at that, then you, you see that filter starts to make sense, yeah. right? So the city of Chicago and the state of Illinois in general are making a big push for tech and bio and the biosciences field. And so that means there's going to be a lot of resources, a lot of jobs are going to be growing in those areas. So two of the pillars are automatically set with that. The entrepreneurship one is really just a recognition of the level of entrepreneurship that has always been at play in the black community. The South Side is full of entrepreneurs. Yeah. And they may be small businesses, so they don't catch the big hoopla in the press. But there are people out there every day already working on their entrepreneurial enterprises who need that next step. So that particular leg for us, we are bringing in partners who, um, who can help small entrepreneurs mm -hmm. grow their business, develop business plans, as well as participate in pitches for equity. So access to capital is the other side of it. So you may have a great idea, but no access to capital because your family doesn't have the wealth to do it. Right. Well, we're bringing in partners who can be that sort of family money and help build that bridge for the entrepreneurs. So those partners are helping you to create those programs? Yes, and they're bringing the programs with them and the capital with them. So that's the great thing about this, this whole innovation hub is we're bringing in partners who have done this before. So they've, they've done it other places, and we're concentrating it now into this community that is so deserving of this. What are they teaching? So um, th we will have, um, on the tech side of things, and I might have Greg do some more of the details with the tech yeah. part, um, we'll, we'll be teaching technical skill, tech tech programming skills and near technical skills on the entrepreneurship side, all the natural things you would think business planning, all the financial acumen that you need, and then the bridge building to additional resources and equity and capital. And on the biosciences side, helping um, develop that workforce so that they can participate in the jobs that are going to be created in the biotechnical field. I see. Well, Greg, so young people and their families can get involved here, but uh, how do you make sure that you're not leaving anyone behind when it comes to programming for this range of people? Yeah, great question. So Rhonda mentioned partners. Uh, one of our partners uh, is a company uh, out of California called Bitwise Industries. Uh, they got their start in Fresno and have moved into 10 different markets across the country. And uh, the Grand Crossing community is playing a pivotal role in bringing them to Chicago. They specifically have a model focused on access to technology. Uh, in most cases, they're serving individuals that are non-degreed, uh, sometimes with uh, little to no experience in technology, and they have a model that removes the barriers to that entry. And a core component of it is that they, individuals uh, get paid to learn uh, in the same way that the uh, trades have, have done for decades. Uh, you start out with an apprenticeship. Mm -hmm. uh, you have 2,000 hours of learning on the job, contributing to real work, and it puts you in a position 
for uh, not just a job, but a career with huge, huge upside. So I understand you're, you're focusing on tech and business first. Correct. Why? That's, that's where the, the, the puck is moving. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the south side and, and, and west sides of Chicago, sometimes the amount of talent and opportunity that exists in our communities uh, goes overlooked. And uh, we have banded together with uh, a team of community stakeholders to say, we're going to play a leading role in helping the South Side uh, go where new economy jobs are moving. Vondell, talk about how your group is involved in this effort. You know, since its inception, I think that the beginning of Champs really uh, has taken off to be a real community partner with the, the Comer Education Campus. But you know, for me, it's how do we solve violence in our city, right? What are some of the solutions? And one of the solutions for me is, in addition to mentorship, jobs creation, yeah. right? Giving young, young men the opportunity to learn a skill, but then come back and say, this is what I inspire to do or create or become. Um, and I think this lends itself to a great opportunity for our program. Doing this, you make it sound easy, but doing this kind of work is not it's no, not easy. Not easy at all. So, Vondell, why do you do what you do every day? Well, um, personally, mentorship impacted my life. If it wasn't for somebody who gave their time after my mom died of crack cocaine and my father was incarcerated, he, he mentored me and exposed me beyond what I saw at that moment. Wow. And, and it changed my life. I became a first-generational college graduate and he said the same thing I did for you, do for somebody else. Yeah. That's how you pay me back. And so just to pay it forward and to know the power of it, that I'm a product of it, um, it, it means that much uh, more to me. Are you hearing from the from the people that you're mentoring that they want to oh, enter the tech oh, and business field too? Absolutely. Yeah. I, and I think when you talk about technology innovation, not just being a part of it, but you have the opportunity to create, right, and to innovate yourself. And I think... You know, what we're what we're looking to do is say, hey, we deserve the opportunity. We need the opportunity. We relish the opportunity to 10 million dollars. Sound great. But, you know, I I think we're going to move forward irregardless of of the local support that we get. Yeah. And as we've mentioned, Rhonda, the exchange would not just be a resource for the greater Grand Crossing community. Right. This is broader initiative for the South Side. Absolutely. Um, The building is very substantial when you think about the size of it, but the programs inside of it are even bigger. And the idea is for us in this central location, this Mm -hmm. cross, this physical cross, I mean, we're literally right across the street from an exit on the Skyway. Multiple bus bus lines run down South Chicago, 79th, you, you name it, we are at a transportation hub for the South Side, which means that people can get to this location quickly and easily and conveniently. And I do want to highlight that even when there are jobs created in the loop, let's say, or on the north side, if you live on the south side, you have just tacked on a massive commute to get to those opportunities. And so what we are planning on doing with this innovation hub is creating jobs, resources, entrepreneurial access to access to resources right in the community. So instead of a half hour, 45 minutes, hour commute, maybe it's 10 minutes. And that is a complete, complete change in the quality of life for the people people who are in the community. Certainly. Um, Greg, I'd love to hear more from you on the role that Comer Education Campus plays in the neighborhood of Greater Grand Crossing. Sure. Uh, Well, I I should point out that uh, 
uh, Gary Comer uh, grew up in the Greater Grand Crossing community. Well, there, that's one. <laughs> in, 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 back in the in, in the twenties and thirties. That's where it and, starts. Right? And it, that, that's where it started. Uh, you know, obviously, he was someone who uh, never forgot where where he came from. And uh, this campus has evolved um, over you know two decades of work, and it and uh, it was work that never uh, launched with a master plan. Um, because uh, the evolution of it has really been driven by the voices of the community stakeholders in the neighborhood and kind of teaming up to be as responsive to, uh, to, the, to the needs that get expressed. Yeah. And that's really what this project is about. It's about uh, addressing uh, and banding together yeah. uh, to address that next chapter. As Greg talks about needs being expressed, Rhonda, tell us, how their voices and needs have been included in this conversation. Let us hear more from the community. Sure. Um, so someone who's not here today is Sam Binion, who's part of our team. And we um, happily call him the mayor of Greater Grand Crossing, mayor of Pocket Town, because he and his family have been literally working with Gary Comers from the beginning yeah. to help design this work. And so Sam and other partners in the community that comprise Operation Neighborhood Safety, we've all been looking at what does it take to help what Vondell said, help deal with violence in the community, help deal with resources. And it all comes back to jobs and resources having access in the neighborhood. So one of the legs we haven't talked about is health, but health resources is critical. But people are asking for jobs and and resources to be nearby and the training and access to be nearby. So it's coming from surveys that we have of youth, Gary Comer Youth Center um, members and their families. They all want, ask for additional job placement, employment opportunities, training, development, all in the neighborhood. And that's an important piece. You want youth and their families to be involved. Absolutely, because the youth are the gateway. So Gary Comer Youth Center and the Comer Education Campus, our primary focus is on middle and high school students. But guess who comes along with middle and high school students? Their siblings, the alumni who graduate from high school, their parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, all interact. Yeah. We have we carry events where four or five hundred people from the community and extended families come to the campus, and they all want work. Mm-hmm. They want work. They want resources. They want to take that step up for their families. And so, all of that input and surveys is what helped design this process. Yeah. And we'll continue to inform it because we will have community committees, partnerships all along with e- all four of these legs of the crossing yeah. to make sure that the community voice continues to be heard as these things get developed. So, is there a plan for the exchange if the Chicago Prize isn't awarded to this group? Well, we will keep fighting for equity. (laughs) We will go out and keep raising the funds um, to build this project because just like everything else in the community, when it needs to happen, then we work together and we figure out a way. Yeah. You work, Vondell, directly with young men of the community, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just imagining one of your mentees going through the program making a career in tech, right? Because we're thinking long-term here. How does that make you feel? <laughs> that it, possibility. It, it makes me feel like I've done my job, that I've I've added value uh, with the time that I, I was given, and I directed the young people uh, to the right path, to the right situations and opportunities. Listen, you know, young men that I talk with, and I've talked to thousands over the past 10 years, um, they all say, hey, we want to live a successful life. We want to, you know, take care of our family. No one ever say I want to rob, steal and kill. Right. So I think like fighting for these types of opportunities where, again, on the back end, 
we have, you know, uh, young people saying, I want to start my business or, mm -hmm. you know, I want to go out and partner or network uh, beyond just my current environment. You know, that's what I look to live for. So, you know, it, it would mean the world to me, you know, for a young person to come back and say, yeah, this is the yeah. way. Yeah. And Greg, this is this is, I gather, why Comer Education took on this challenge. Absolutely. What he just said. Yeah. Right? I mean, we, we, we've banded together as a community to answer this call for an initiative that could be a catalytic initiative yeah. for the South Side. And now we're just we're poised and ready. We just needed a catalytic investment uh, to get started. We'll have to leave it there. Greg Mooney is board chair for the Comer Education Campus. Rhonda Hopps, executive director for the same group. And Vondell Singleton, founder of Champs Male Mentoring Program. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Thank Sasha. You, Sasha. Thank you. This episode of Reset was produced by Micah Yason, and it was edited by Ethan Schwab. Want more interviews with inspiring Chicago entrepreneurs? Then the Reset Podcast is the place for you. We share conversations with the movers and shakers in Chicago and much, much more. All right, that's it for Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.